0: This is my final recording of the podcast. If it doesn't go right here, I'm going to give up forever. I will give my worldly possessions, including my Uncle Life hat, to my relatives and next of kin. If not able to send this MP3 file out to all streaming Services, I will blow up my pc this is ben lucas yogan roy i'm the uncle podcast attempting to talk about american psycho hey everyone welcome to the uncle podcast where all right movies are my jam uh i don't know man i'm really struggling these past few days, I to rewatch American Psycho. I rewatch Fight Club. In my own time, of course. I, I would never make him do that with me. But um, I think upon re- rewatch, I realized uh, I I don't know what I realized. I I feel like a monster after rewatching those movies. I can't exactly describe the way I felt although I will I will admit that both movies did provide some entertainment and now I will recreate certain scenes from each movie as to give you an idea of my experience this being the first podcast it will be solely me and it's a good test of my vocal range. I can feel myself slowly turning into Patrick Bateman. The more I record this, this I might as well start. So, American Cycle will go first. American Cycle opens on blood splattering on white paper. This is to... Represent who knows what? I genuinely don't care. However, as we're getting to the best scene ever, ever in human history, Patrick Bateman starts working out, hot and sweaty. It's so cool. Then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm working out so good right now." And then he starts doing like he starts doing like a thing, and he's watching like violent porn in the background or something. I, I genuinely can't remember. And then and then he like peels off his face and he's like yeah, I'll do it for him. I am simply not there. It's like such a cool bit. And like everyone who's ever seen is like, Whoa, he's like not there? That's like so deep. I don't know, man. It's called American Psycho. I don't I don't really know what you expected him to, to be there. Like psychopath is kind of the or continuing on, he like he's like having dinner with people or something. And then he de- and then he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm crazy like that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just wild like that. He says that quote. And then everyone's like, ah, which is like, in the movie, everyone like doesn't, doesn't realize he's a psycho, even though it's like kind of obvious. Even like when he like openly admits to people, they don't really even care. Cause like, he's like either joking or, you know, he's, saying as I don't really get it how like during a murder case he can actively be like oh yeah I'm I'm a serial killer and I I kill people and then they're all just like oh you're so silly Bateman. you're so funny you're so goofy you're so you're so you're so you're so cutesy, Patrick I can't believe you'd say that he- he. and then he like beats them dead in like the next scene I don't, I don't know so like the next scene classic this is like, this is like, crazy cool film study. So there are these cards on a table, and then he's like, he's like, right, let me let me pull this up real quick. Let right, me let me pull up the uh, scene so I can, yeah, there we go, there we go, there we go. All right, all right, all right, all right. So it's it with like Patrick. They're all in a business room. And they're all here for a meeting, right? And then Patrick is like, I got this. I'm just going to read it. Uh, let's go down right there. So, like, essentially, Alan, Paul Allen, he's like, he's like, um, he's like this, like, stupid young guy. And Pat Bateman's like, I hate Paul Allen. So, then he's like, I got to show him my the card, They're talking about girls and stuff. Uh, Okay, let's, let's go. Right, all, right, all right, I think he's lying. Batman pulls out his wallet and pulls out a card. What is that, Graham? New card. What do you think? The guy lifts it up. He said, "He he he he, he reads it." The guy's like, "Well, nice. Take a look." He hands a Van and picked him up from the printers yesterday. Good coloring. That's bone. And the letter is something called Cillian Rail. Rail? Cillian Rail. Cillian Rail. And then he's like, that's nothing, but I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. care." So then, this guy Van Patten pulls out his card. He's like, Anxia with Romalian type. And he's like, turns over. Bateman's like freaking out, he's like Nice. And then Price, who, like Bateman is like, I like I like Price, but like this like friends. And then he's like, I can't believe that Price prefers Dramont's card to mine. I oh, wait, says He hasn't seen nothing yet. And it's like, again, 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 I don't know. And then here's here's what good scene. Bateman's like impressive. Very nice. Let's see Paul Allen's card. So it's like, his is super fancy. And then he does, and then he like grabs it. He's like, he's like grabbing with his hand. Look at that subtle off white coloring. The tasteful thickness of it. Oh my God, it even has a watermark. His hand shakes. His hand shakes, and he's like freaking out, and then he drops the card. And it's like, what? Patrick baby, you so crazy. <laughs> God. And then, like, so to make a long, short story kind of longer, he keeps going on killing people. Like, the only standouts are, like, oh, he kills Paul Allen. And when he kills Paul Allen, it's like, hey, Paul. And then, and then he draws his eyes, like, down right on him kills him and he's like what there's a scene where he goes into his house and he's like doing all these all these things to make it seem like it's not him who killed paul allen it's like so crazy and cool if you can't tell i mm -mm, now this movie didn't like i mean i like this movie but it's not like every scene is burning in my memory. So like I forgot like the majority of this movie. And then like let's see. A bit later he starts killing people. This is a really good scene where he's like he picks up two ladies, ladies of the night, and he has sex with them. He records and everything. But while he's doing that, he's like flexing in a mirror. And it's like crazy, Patrick Bam, you crazy? So then he starts killing homeless people as you do, and now all culminates in this really cool scene where he's having sex with those girls again, and then one of them leaves, and then Patrick is still having sex with the other person, right? And then Patrick bites her, he takes a right out of her. It's crazy, and and like, the little mischievous little face, he's like, hmm, oh, like, yeah, baby. I to take out. Oh. It's horrible. The, like, the little face that he makes. I wish I could show it to you. It's horrible. The face he makes. It's... Oh, God. So, like, uh, he chases her through this, like, corridor. It's his apartment building. But, like, with this chainsaw. It's, like, the only, like, genuinely a little bit scary bit in the film. He's was, like, running through. Like, wah, wah, and, you know, and then the coolest bit is he throws his chainsaw down the stairway and lands it in her back. Like, I'm talking like phase Sniper, like 2013 MLG no-scope compilation. Patrick Bateman is on the top of that. Pins her straight in the back. And then he's like, he has like a breakdown or whatever, I completely forget. But there's another scene at the end of the movie, which is kind of interesting, where Patrick Bateman... Ah, uh, he essentially is like, I can't do this anymore, and he, like freaks out once he's about to get caught. Then he tells his lawyer, That's a cry, but the lawyer's like, "Oh, Patrick, Patrick Bama, you're so silly." Piling's right here, and you're like, Why did You kill Piling?" And then, and then you either get one or two realizations, either you're an idiot, and you think he was it was a dream all along, because. If you think that you're stupid. Or you realize that all these dudes are kind of like the same white guy. And they're also like coked up. At, it actually says in the book. They're all so coked up they can barely recognize each other. So the idea that Paul Allen is just replaced by some dude who probably kind of just looks like him is crazy, man. Anyways, moving on to the better of the two movies. Fight Club. And for Fight Club, I got my dearest friend Tyler with me since childhood to um to a guest star in this uh section so I'm, I'm gonna let him get on the mic it's me Tyler Durden um I'm just gonna be here also talking about Fight Club and uh that's pretty much it yeah thanks Tyler uh I'm sure I'll sure we're gonna hear a lot of commentary from you. No problem. Fun coming on. okay, shut up. So essentially, fight club is about this guy, Jack. He's like, Man, my life is so unfulfilling. And then he meets this dude on a plane. Tyler Durden dude to shut up. And like he does a thing and You're not describing this role, man. So, essentially, this guy is Tyler Durden, and Tyler Durden is, like, everything that Jack wants to be. He doesn't care about how people think of him. He simply cares about living his life to the fullest or show of shames. He's a soap seller. You can tell this by the similar briefcases that the two men share, and during this, you can see that while Jack's suitcase probably has nothing next to clothes in it, Tyler's briefcase, has, has shop and his business card, yeah, I'm done, yeah, that's unfortunate, that's, a, that's really, that's really unfortunate. I can't cut that out either. I'm using like i I'm using like a software online. I can't I can't edit that. That's just gonna be in there forever. Hey man, maybe you should clear the room before you Starbucks shut up. I think I think I'm just gonna keep going. Just, just go from where we were, Tyler, alright? Go from where we were. All right, man. So essentially, you can notice that here's soap and here's a card on it however it's noticed that the name of tyler's business which is uh i completely forgot uh let me look it up right now uh come on bruh darn bruh paper street paper street soap now, the interesting thing about this is Paper Street is actually a reference to when creating old maps, Paper Street was a street that didn't actually exist, but was mostly a placeholder. This hints towards the end of the film, the major, the major reveal of who Tyler really is. So essentially after this point, we come back to where Jack lives, and... We know that Tyler's in town, because obviously he went on the same plane. But we see that Ty, that Jack's place is blown up, completely destroyed. Now, I think it's a gas leak at the moment, but it's later revealed there was actually a bomb, handmade, in fact, that it will be revealed who made it later. But there's obviously some suspicion around who blew up uh, Jack's apartment building. After this point, Tyler Durden gets a call from Jack, and we can see that Tyler's a very pushy person, and he doesn't allow Jack to just say to, Jack tells him, let's hang out. Now, after they hang out, they get drinks, and Tyler tells him, your man, um... So, what do you want out of this? Essentially, that's what he tells me, and he's like, "You oh, know, I, uh, I just want to hang out with a buddy." And then Tyler, Tyler eventually pushes out of them. He's like, "Man, just tell me if you want to stay with me; I'll be fine with it." And this is essentially the first hint that Tyler is trying to push Jack to become more, well, you could say, confident person. Now, the one key bit that could be left out here is that. Ah, right. Directly after this, Tyler tells Jack to punch him in the face. This is a very in-your-face scene, and eventually they start fighting in the parking lot. They eventually go back to Tyler's dilapidated house, and what happens in the next few bits is kind of important because care. they like they like talk about their fathers or something. I like I'm I'm yeah I don't know man. So essentially. After this, they continue to fight almost every night. And eventually, they begin to build an underground audience. This is where the fight club starts. And as it grows bigger, they eventually move into the basement of the bar. Now, this might symbolize something I genuinely don't know. I just thought it was awesome. Uh, yeah, so they started fighting like crazy, man. And then, after all, they're fighting. They all, you know, they're like, "Oh man, oh!" And here's the scene, that everyone knows it's like, whenever you bring a fight club, and someone's gonna say, it. you know, someone's gonna say, it. and they're was like, Dude, "What's the first rule of Fight Club?" When the first, what's the first rule of Fight Club? Interestingly enough the first rule of Fight Club is e- extremely ironic because it's the one rule that is clearly meant to be broken because if it wasn't, the Fight Club would never grow. That's not important for the time being. But essentially, Tyler's like, oh, don't talk about Fight Club, whatever, rules, rules, rules. Then I just keep fighting. It is a really cool montage. You should watch it for yourself. And then, as it gets more insane, it's clear that Tyler's real motives is to create a pseudo army to fight for him. And and what beca- what used to be Fight Club turns into Project Mayhem, a project that recruits people, to commit heinous acts to inspire anarchy across, um, you know, I forget what town they're in, actually. Let's just, yeah, you know what, let's just assume they're in Oregon to, to start crime around Oregon. Now, this crime can range from, so essentially, everyone in Project Mayhem is given tasks, and it's like start a fight with someone, beat someone up, whatever. It's essentially just to get them to use to following rules so that when these people with similar lives to Jack in the way that they don't really know what they're doing start uh start getting used to following rules, they'll just they'll just do it blindly at some point. So continuing on, eventually it's revealed that what Tyler is like a version, like like a, like a split personality of Jack. I'm a wart. So essentially, after this, Tyler gets a sick makeover, and uh, after the, after getting this makeover, a crazy thing. I don't know man. like he blows up a building, kind of. So essentially, the end of Project Mayhem is like, let's blow these credit card buildings. It'll destroy everyone's dead or something i don't remember and then uh then uh then they do blow it up and the one character i forgot to mention is like like Ty- Tyler Tyler and uh I forgot his name's girlfriend kind of thing. so then then they play um they play play, they play song real quick they they play they play, oh. they play this stop they they do this, they play the song. It is very cool. Hold on, wait for it, wait for it to be dropped. so then like the movie like pretty much ends but like there's this really cool scene where jack now like beating up i should mention that uh during this scene they're in this like crazy building because they're gonna watch the credit card companies blow up so during the scene tyler um is now bald because he's like crazy I, I don't i don't really know but like He turns bald and everything, and then he's like, I'm going to kill you, Jack, once and for all, because then I can take over the body, I guess. It's weird because, like, they're the same guy using the same body, but they're two people, and you can both see them interact with things. Then you're like, who's interacting with what at one moment? It's a whole thing. Really, it's, like, kind of confusing. Like, the more you think about it, the more confusing it is. Because it's like, if Tyler picks an item up, and Jack is just watching and pick it up, but is also picking an item up by himself. Does that mean that it was actually Jack doing that? I don't know. So essentially, it should be mentioned that Tyler's like, I'm holding a gun up to your mouth. But it's really him holding a gun up to himself, I guess. It's not clear. And then he actually does hold the gun up to himself. And then plans to kill himself. But he but he accidentally shoots himself in the cheek. But the idea is he thought he was going to kill himself. So by doing that, he actually killed Tyler. I guess. And then everyone in Project Mayhem is like, Whoa, well, are you alright, Tyler? Because they don't know the two guys in the same body. So he's like, yeah, I'm alright. Let's never do that again. And then, and, then, and then the best line of the movie is like, Jack looks over to, forgot her name. And he's like, "You met me at a very interesting time in my life, and it's so good and it's so cool. Watch Fight Club if you haven't. Uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be it. Uh, I'm gonna make a joke now about how you listen to this podcast in a very strange point in my life, and then uh, All right."